Anyway, welcome to Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode three. Today's date is 414. Today with me is Magnus Bloom. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Magnus Bloom. You Hi. are in Germany. Yes, exactly. I'm near Frankfurt in Hessen. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. What time My is it there? Time. Right now it is 10 p.m. 10, 2200, 2235. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. For me, it's yeah. uh, it's 345 p.m., so it's afternoon still. So anyway, welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, definitely enjoyable having somebody else to talk to besides myself and the mirror in front of me. <laughs> Thanks. I don't actually have a mirror. I'm just, just kidding. You have a, you have a Spiegel. Spiegel, you can see somebody's paying attention there. Some of these yeah, Germans, German. some of these German yeah. guys are getting it. <laughs> There's not many of them, but a couple of them are getting the Spiegel. Yeah, that's cool, man. Tell me about yourself. Uh, how old are you? How long you been flying, or what type of hell is you fly? <laughs> yeah, so my name is Magnus or Magnus in English. I'm 19 years old from Germany. I was born in Frankfurt and I live near Frankfurt. At the moment, I'm going to a vocational school. I do my technical college there um, in renewable energies. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. My first time doing this. A little bit excited because a little bit shy. My English isn't that good. Um, uh, your English is fine. <laughs> I have no issue with your English. Yeah. It's probably better than my English down here in Texas. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so I'm doing this hobby and I'm loving it since 2012. I got into this hobby by, yeah, it's, it's a long story. I mean, one part was always this toy helicopters you can buy somewhere. And um, uh, yeah. the other side is, well, the other part was a course. My my club did for school. I was like 10 years and I said, yeah, why not? Let's go there. Let's have a look. And so you yeah. so you had a course at, at school? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same city where my um, club is, where my uh, school was. And they had like a aeronautics training course or yeah, something yeah, like for, that? Yeah, for little, that you took? yeah, exactly. For little boys. And girls, <laughs> but they were not girls, of course. How old were you when you took took that course Boah. or that training? 10, 10, 11. 10, about 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And I uh, went there often to the field. And uh, once I saw a guy with a helicopter, it was um, from Acrobat, Acrobat DSE. It's a 500 size. And yeah, I, I loved the sound. He was flying a little 3D aerobatics inverted. And yeah, that's awesome. I loved it. And then I asked around, and uh, that's where I started. <laughs> and yeah, then, so what do you huh? current, currently fly? So, what models do you currently have? Um, at the moment, let's say uh, before two weeks, <laughs> because I sold some. Before two weeks. <laughs> before two weeks, I had uh, a Shape S8. Oxy uh, 2. Oh, this micro. Yeah. What servos did you have on the Oxy 2? Oh, the, the Lynx ones. Um, the blue and mm. aluminum DS895 yeah. HV. Yeah. 
did you have the carbon blades on it or did you have the plastic blades? Um, the carbon plastic from Lynx, I was flying 190 millimeters, so no, no stretched version. And um, yeah, the reason was to, to go up in the head speed up to nearly 6,000. I think it was crying monster. Yeah. <laughs> when I had mine, I, I, I had an Oxy too, and I, I flew the uh, carbon 210s on it. It actually was a great flying model. It was just, it was horrible to build. Yeah. There's no room for wiring. Yeah. It just, yeah. Every, everything's on top of each other. Yeah. That's the problem with it. But, yeah. I spent days to, but, to have a good wiring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. To, to wire that, that heli took, it took a while to, I had to repin everything and yeah. recrimp everything. It was just, it was a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. But the helicopter itself actually flew really well. Yeah. When, yeah, absolutely. When I was done. Absolutely. Um, my tail was a little bit of pain, but by while doing pitch palms, the tail is always a little bit left right. But yeah, it's gonna happen. It's okay. It's okay as long as it holds. Yeah. So what other helis do you have? Yeah, I have a little T Rex one fifty. I love it. Some people hate it. I love uh, it. Is it the the newer version of the yeah, one yeah. one fifty X? The X with Bluetooth and yeah, to set it up. Where you phone. can get into your android or iphone and actually mm -hmm. yeah adjust the pro programming of it yeah yeah there's a, a little yeah, story I'd, about I'd it go ahead yeah it was maybe like three years ago i met a guy from my club and he had uh, a used 150x that was uh, with uh, yeah in a box with a lot of parts and crashed and he said yeah you can have it <laughs> Uh, 30 bucks even with um spectrum satellite so it was a pretty good deal nice i did everything and then i found out the main board had uh yeah the problem i don't know what it was but when you shake it the motor was always yeah it turned off and on and off and on and oh, no. <laughs> then i asked a friend he also had uh, lots of parts and it crashed 150 and i said okay I will buy the parts for 40 bucks. I took the main board <laughs> in it and it was also defect. Nice. <laughs> and then I also asked another friend and, his, and uh, bought his uh, nearly new 150X. So I could buy like five or six 150s in parts. But yeah, I'm happy it's a cool heli. But it shouldn't be yeah, uh, I actually, too much. I actually, I actually flew one once. Uh, a buddy of mine had one, but we didn't have it tuned to my flying style. It actually, it wasn't bad. I, I was, I wasn't super impressed, but for a micro, I would say it was, it, it definitely wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely something, but at least they give you the application now so you can tune it and mm. adjust everything to what you, to your flying, flying style. Yeah. Is. Yeah. That's super That's easy. Awesome. Just land and program and change settings. It's cool, but um, it's important to keep it as stock as normal. So no big aluminum parts, no heavy canopy, um, no heavy nope. skids. Yeah. Yeah. As light as possible. Small batteries. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. As long as they fly good stock, that's, that's yeah. Yeah. all that matters. Yeah. That's awesome. And don't crash it. <laughs> don't crash it it's a micro that's what you're supposed to do. you're supposed to crash it yeah the servo gives us a little bit of pain but you can just um, cut the servo horn a little bit and it'll come off in the crash yeah a buddy of mine uh, 
Danny Huckabee told me about that a long time back mm. to do the servo horn, slice it with a blade and you can, so it just slips. Yeah. So what other hell is you have? So you said you have the 150. Oxy 2. And the Oxy 2 and what else do you have? Um, I have a 6HV Ultimate here. But, uh, a 6HV Ultimate? Yeah, from Compass. Are you running that on 12S? Yeah, 12S. I haven't seen one of those in a while. They are cool. They are pretty rare right now. Even after <laughs> Compass gave up. They're a, yeah, they are a little rare. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely say they're, they are a little rare. And, and parts, they've always been, parts are rare. They've always been cool. They've always been cool looking helis. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sad. Links Links is supposed to be working on that, right? To yeah, yeah. cover the compass stuff um, eventually. Yeah, yeah, not all of them, but um, at first they focus they, on the Chronos. They will yeah, the seven um, HV. Yeah, yeah, they will uh, do a new version, and um, it's called. It, it will be called when it comes out. I hope it comes out. RSR Resurrection. And uh, what is that? Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good name for yeah for a company taking over a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it became That's lighter. Cool. There are some 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 pictures online on Facebook, but it should be presented on Rotor Live this year in Germany. But um, yeah, Corona situation. No Rotor. Yeah, they didn't. It didn't work out so well. No factory. Yeah. Let's, see. Well, let's hope he con continues with it and let's see I what hope. happens in 2020. I hope. I hope. Because that was actually a really popular helicopter. Yeah. Kronos is cool. I saw a guy at Urcha one, uh, probably 2016, 2015, just completely re-kit one. Ooh. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous crash. It was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't mine though, so <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So you got a six HV and then a shape, and then the shape that you used to have. Yeah, yeah. I sold it. Right. You don't have you don't have any five fifty size. Uh, not yet. No, I love the five fifty size. But I'm planning. I'm planning to use the components from my compass um, to use in the five fifty. Switch it over to an actual. Yeah. Yeah. True, five fifty, yeah, oxy five style, yeah, yeah, mega or something like that. Yeah, yeah, not sure what I will take, but um, five fifty five is a good, good uh, compromise. Compromise. So, so what's available in your area as far as like the five fifty six hundred size? You mean here in Germany? What's popular? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mikado, the logos are pretty popular. Um, mm. Align, yeah, T Rex five fifties. Um, there will be a new 550, um, Tron. It's, um, uh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about the Tron. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the center, the synergy clone, not a clone. It's a clone. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It, that, the actual helicopter did, does look really, really nice. I like the design. They did kind of take some ideas from a couple of people, but. That's part of the hobby. I mean, I think part of the hobby is some of the manufacturers take ideas yeah, from yeah. different manufacturers, but yeah, 
it so, is what it is. Same, that's same that's part of the hobby. There's there's nothing we can yeah. do about that. Yeah. I mean, who was it? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, who came up with the first fly barless head? Um, wasn't it Mikado? Probably. Uh, I want to say it wasn't Mikado. I want to say it was a Compass came out with the first head. Ah, you mean you mean the DFC? Yeah, yeah. the first DFC head yeah. Compass came out with, and yeah. then. And then other people came out with it, and they were like, "Oh, that's a, it's a clone of Compass," and yeah. it's like, yeah, but it's just any, it's just an evolving ball. Yeah, if you know, if you think back and look at like what started the helicopter, and you know, XL, and you go back years and years and years yeah. to yeah, type of stuff that JC Zankel would be able to explain as far as like who started what type of deal, but yeah. But um, it is what it is. But the the sad thing is, in my opinion, um, I mean the heli scene is, is struggling. Uh, well, sorry, <laughs> struggling, of course. And um, yes. I think we should more appreciate if any manufacturer brings out a new heli and not bash Correct. and say, "Oh, it looks like this. It looks like that." It's just annoying, and it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it's not motivating. It doesn't help the situation. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. yeah. Yeah, it definitely helps having <clears throat> new people in the market. I believe, even if it gets new people in at a lower cost, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's like I have a KDS A5 here. That's it's not a clone of anything, but it is a lower lower price point. Yeah, helicopter. Why not? Why not? As far as comparison, of course. So, can you tell me about the shape S8? Because I don't, I don't know a bunch about it. I know I've seen JC has one. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's about the only person I've ever seen have one. It's kind of a uh, a unicorn of a helicopter. Yeah. In, in my in my opinion, yeah, it's, it's one of those helicopters that. <laughs> yeah. If you're at a fun flight and you actually see a shape S8, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's winning in the lottery. <laughs> it's it's so yeah. rare. It's it's sad that they are so rare, but it's it's very unique, of course. Um. It's a true 800 size helicopter, so it's nothing stretched like uh, T-Rex 800. The first prototypes, 2010-11, were based on the 700 size shape, a little bit stretched, but then um, the motors and the ESCs were yeah, too small and um, they needed more power, so they designed a completely new mechanic. It's took a long, long time to uh, finally re uh, release it. And yeah, it's now available since 2015. Um, it's it's a talk tube heli. Um, a talk, what was it? Talk tube. Oh, talk tube. Yeah, okay. yeah, talk tube. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so... The the tail boom is pretty unique. It's it's like a water drop, so the um, linkage is inside the tail boom. Um, huh. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. It's uh, very strong and and thick, and there's no need to uh, adjust the ninety degrees angle from the tail rotor. You can't do anything wrong. Um, yeah, there's a big tail case. It's the tail gears are inside. Yeah. What else? Um, ah, yeah. The, the... I'm actually gonna hmm? pull it up real quick on the web because yeah, 
It's been a long time since I actually looked at one. <laughs> the swash plate is 140 degrees. It's not a 120 one. And the servos are, um, or the swash plate is um, controlled with a push-pull linkage system. Oh, it does. So it does have a push-pull. So the motor's in the back of the helicopter yeah, instead yeah. of yeah. in front of the So the, that's very different. Yeah, yeah. The motor stays cool. The ESC is also in a good position, in my opinion. It's also good and cool. Oh, it's underneath, underneath the main gear. Yes, yes. Wow, that's that's very, very. I've <laughs> actually never seen a helicopter like that. <laughs> and then the batteries are stacked. Success. Uh, yeah, it depends on your setup. I had fourteen uh, S, two times seven S. So wow, yeah, big power holes. Wow, that's that's actually really impressive. So, but it still has the boom supports. Yes. On the heli. Yes. yes. Is there a difference in the shape S nine? Um. Yeah. It's it's the heat. It's super high the S eight because of the batteries which are on top of each other. I think it's. The highest heli I've seen of all. Yeah, of course, the tail boom is different. The main rotor is different. Um, everything is different. It's. I think there are no parts you can change from the <laughs> S9 to S8. So do you, can you say who you sold the shape S8 to? Yeah, to a good friend. His name is uh, Dirk. He will have some fun. I set it up for him. He visited me. He picked it up. He's happy with it, and uh, I'm happy <laughs> that he's happy. Good. Yeah. So you have money in your pocket and you're ready to go. Yeah. Ready to get something something different. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I've I've never I may have seen a shape S8 in person, but I I don't believe I've seen one in person. I've, <laughs> have you seen the boat video with uh? JC? Yes, yes, it's a legendary. I believe he, I believe he said that was a shape S nine. He just replied to my Facebook. It, it's S eight. Comment the it's other S8. day. It is S eight. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just a ridiculous video. If anybody hasn't seen it, go out there and try to find a video of a shape S eight. Uh, JC was flying. He was. They were on a lake and driving on a boat. And he yeah, was motorboat. Flying along. It was. Yeah, it was awesome. It was one of those epic moments that if you see the video, you you know what it is. Mm, that's also a cool I video. Think most, I think most of the people have seen it, but I believe there's some out there that haven't seen it. It's definitely a cool video. Yeah, there's also a cool video from uh, JC. It's also with a uh, SH with a single 6S 5000 battery. So super low head speed. Oh, really? Like, like eight, 800? Yeah. Wow. Super slow motion. I'll have to look that up. Super slow mo. That's, that's awesome. So I haven't been doing much. Uh, I've been working on this uh, Synergy 516. For some reason, I lost my Bluetooth uh, dongle to my brain, my Wi Fi or Wi Fi or Wi Fi Bluetooth thing. 
and I've been looking all over the shop for it. It's been killing me. I hate losing stuff. I ridiculously hate losing stuff. And unfortunately, the only ones that are available to buy are in China. So it's going to take mm. a billion a billion years to get back over here. Yeah, the the cryos Do probably. Yeah, well, I, I think it just would take a long time eventually. Mm. At any rate, but uh, I have a buddy in South Austin that has one available. So I, I may end up borrowing it, or I may just plug into a laptop straight and just start. <laughs> I needed, I really need to do the swash, the servo centering on it to get the servos in. I've got two servos in. I'm waiting to do this servo arm centering before I throw the last servo in because it's going to block some of the horns mm. when I get the last last one in on it. As soon as I get that done, then I should it should go pretty pretty quick. But for some reason, I don't have an ambition currently. I've been dragging, definitely dragging, dragging my feet on it compared to other helicopters. So what kind of blades do you prefer? Well, that's, or have you preferred? Cause uh, obviously you're flying what, uh, Oxy two. Yeah. And what's the other one? <clears throat> the one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's hard to say. I mean, it would be easier to, to um compare in a in the same size but i never really had like a same size uh, with different plates but i really like the compass plates 610 millimeters and then i had x plates on it also 600 x. Plus. yeah yeah x yeah plates? yeah sorry x plates german german accent, accent x plates <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what those are. That's definitely new. They are a new terminology. They are from uh, Freakware, manufactured by Funky, and they are from the Beast mm. X line. So they are X servos, X blades, Beast X. Um, yeah. Oh. I've actually never heard of that. Okay. Do they make like a 550 size? I think so. Hmm. They even make uh, speed blades. Or uh, speed speed helis. Yeah. And of course, like the uh, for the shape of goblin speed, uh, shape S eight and the speed goblin type stuff. Yeah, Diablos. So, what kind of flying field do you have around there? Do you have a like a heli flying field or people that you fly with or? Yeah, um, it's it's not not that far. How many people are there? It's um, ten minutes by car, and um, yeah, that's close. It's it's a very small club. There are only 50 members and active are like 20, maybe. Um, the other ones are old and just supporting and that's cool. I love it. So nothing wrong with it. It's, it's always cool to have people in it that support and love, love this hobby but don't fly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have somebody working, right? Yeah. And... Um, I'm I'm one of the very few pilots that fly heli in this club. It's maybe four person, four persons fly heli, and the other ones are like um, yeah gliders and boring stuff. I I had a hard uh, so, a hard um, 
time getting into this club because I was a beginner and I wanted to play heli and they're like, oh, helis are... No, 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 they are difficult, difficult. (laughs) Yeah. So what's the... What's the largest event in Germany? Um, I would say it's Rotor Live. It's it's a fair. So Rotor Rotor Live is in Germany. Yeah, it's right across the border, right? I heard Bert talk about it one time. Yeah, it's in uh, near Baden Baden. Um, yeah, it's, it's how far is that cool. from where you are at? It's two hundred kilometers. It's not that far. It's okay. So have you been to the event? Yeah. Yeah, maybe four times. Four times? <laughs> yeah, so almost as long as I fly. <clears throat> you ever done like a Facebook Live from the event? Because there's a lot of people like yeah. in the US like like me that like we don't we don't get to see. Yeah. We get to see whatever you guys see and that's that's about it. There's There's no... I mean, there's a little bit of stuff that comes back from the event, mm. whatever, like Bert shows or uh, <clears throat> Mikado shows or something like that. But there's nobody like on the ground floor showing physical walkthrough of that event. Yeah, that's true. Same as Ercha. <laughs> we don't have Ercha here. <laughs> we have Rota here. And um, yeah, it's, it's always like, like a hub for all these Harley people to meet and to talk and see what's new and maybe even buy new helis there. It's always nice That's to nice. be there. Urcha is 20, 20 hours from me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, America's big. <laughs> but maybe I'll do a Facebook Live this year. If I, if I end up making it up there, we'll do a face, Facebook Live with you and Would be cool. show you Urcha. Yeah. Urcha is very different. It definitely some morning flying is going on and then there's afternoon flying and there's a little bit of night flying nighttime flying and then there's some unknown flying going on <laughs> definitely uh one of those things that if you have to be there to to experience it i've had i think i've been there four times i've been there the last two the oh, last nice. two years i haven't made it because of timing and family stuff and mm. so forth and so on. But definitely if, if, if this stuff lets up, the Corona stuff lets up, I'm definitely going to be making a lot more events. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be, cause I'm really, I'm really wanting to, to start hitting some events. Yeah. It's, it's always a big inspiration to keep on and to have even more fun. So you said rotor yeah. rotor live is, is close to you is there anything else or is that that just about it um there was there yeah there was a cool uh, meeting in uh, heidelberg um yeah sadly it's it's not happening anymore because the club there yeah it was a lot of work to do and organization so um yeah, the two people behind it changed the, the location, um, but I, I wasn't there. Mm. Um, but it was always very cool. It was on the Father's Day, and um, yeah, the location was nice. There's not mountains, but rocks. Oh, it's like rock slide behind. 
Yeah. So, so you only have the one one event a year you look forward to going to. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, yes. Yeah. It's it's more about meeting others and have fun. So, it's more like private, um, private events. <laughs> so, who's who's the most famous pilot you've seen fly? Like, as far as like top pros. I mean, you've obviously been to Rotor Live four or five times. You correct said so. Tarek yeah so he actually went to Rotor live and you actually got to see him fly in person yeah it was it was crazy you can't imagine (laughs) how high the head speed of this goblet was at least 2500 no no, not not even maybe 2700 I don't know the heli was crying yeah yeah, yeah. They've Super all crazy. a lot of people have always said that like flying, like when you watch videos online, it doesn't put it in perspective. And there's a lot of us in the United States, even Bert and Kyle, and a lot of people in Florida, been hoping that that Tariq would end up going to Florida to the fun fly. So we, a lot of us in the United States, haven't been able to see him fly in person. We've seen him online, mm. but we know. Yeah, you watch something on on a YouTube video or something, or so forth and so on. That it it's not it's the same prep. thing. No, like, no, it, no. Of course not. It's not no. the same thing. And we've there's a lot of us in the United States that have been hoping and hoping and hoping to see Tariq yeah. in 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 person at some mm. point in our life. I would say most most yeah. of the people in the hobby have a hope some point within the next four or five years, he makes it to the United States and comes to the <laughs> event. Was he, um, was he ever? In uh, he, he came when the goblin first came out. There's some videos with, for, for testing, yes, right? With, or, with, with Bert yeah, and him stopped yeah. on the side of a road and they did some testing with uh, the yeah. goblin 700 green. But that's, that's about all I've ever seen. Nope. And that was yeah. like 20, oh. 2011, 2012, Twelve. something like that. Okay. When that video mm. came out. Yeah. Yeah, Tarek is very based in Dubai. Yeah. But but he comes to to the... Uh, it's from uh, Hugo Marcus in the Switzerland. Uh, Heli, Heli Challenge. Is that the one yeah. on the with the rock wall behind it? Uh, no, 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 no. Something else. I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's in uh, Dübendorf. I have to check where it is. He's he's definitely a top, one of the top pilots. Sometimes I don't care to watch his flying, and then sometimes I do care to watch his flying. It it all depends on what kind of mindset yeah. I'm in. Mm. I think it it all depends on the day of the week that if if, if I'm. If I'm pissed off and I really want to watch somebody throw down some smack flying, I definitely want to watch him fly. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Tarek has his uh, Tarek style, but sometimes in some videos he's flying very technical. Yes. And I I, I love it. It's it's way cooler, in my opinion, than his uh, smacking. Correct. We all know he can do it, but the technical stuff, I just love technical flying. Maybe you know Daniel Yetchen. He was a team pilot for... Avant, Avant, 
and then for Compass. I think. And did he, has, he fly? Did he fly yeah. like mode three or something? Uh no, no, no. He's flying mode two as much as I know. Because there was a there was a guy but, at Urcha like three years uh, ago that went and he was a Compass pilot and he was throwing down. Okay. But he actually flew okay. like a different mode than the United States. But he was he was he was he was uh, doing pure. He was doing pure TikToks with rotating the model all the way around. I I don't. You have okay. to forgive me. I don't I don't remember what the guy's name is, but was it Duncan? It wasn't Duncan Bossian. It was okay. it was okay. because... it was a taller white guy. Blonde hair. Yes. Oh, that was maybe Hendrik. Yes, Klaus? I, I believe that that is him. Yeah. I think it's it's mode mode one. I'm not sure, but he has pitch on yes. on the right side. It was it was you watch him fly and he just it was ridiculously awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Super technical, smack everything yeah. perfect. It I was, love it. I mean, he could he could take the helicopter and fly it smack on the deck, but then he he could he could take it and if you watched his whole flight, you could see some technical stuff that he was throwing in on top of the smack stuff. And it was just awesome to see. It was one of the, one, yeah, of, one of the pilots that it's, I, it's the combination that could merge everything together to where anybody could watch it and be, be impressed. Not just a smack pilot or a smooth 3d pilot. Everybody wouldn't be impressed to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Always the combination of some styles is always better than just, Idle up one, <laughs> TikToks yeah. all the time, landing, over, no. Yeah, TikToks are definitely overrated at some, at some point. You have to, uh, you have to push, push the model around with the collective. Mm. Yeah. So that's about wraps it up. Uh, <coughs> you have anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, you asked me about me. Oh, uh, yeah. Talk about yourself. So <laughs> I'm down here in Texas. This is... Uh, my name is Richard. I normally, like I said in the couple old episode two podcasts, I prefer a 550 size model. My flight style is I can do half pyro flips really good. I can do half pyro flips all day long. I can move the model left to right, up and down. Uh, the double. <laughs> Sweet. And I can do them as fast as I want to. But doing the double pyro flips is definitely like I would call it the full, some call it half, some call it fulls. I would call it the, uh, the full pyro flips where you have a full rotation per flip. That's kind of something I've been working on. I'm getting a lot better at it. I'm still not proficient at it. Uh, the other thing I've been working on when I first started doing TikToks, I could do the tail down obviously. And then I started working with the nose to my left. And at some point on, on the next sim, I started starting the model with the nose to the right on the simulator. So I started working on the nose right TikToks. So currently I can do the nose right and nose left and tell down. The issue I have is the nose down TikToks, the tail up nose down TikToks is what I've been trying to be mm. proficient on. Yeah. It's, the problem I have with it is being able to like move the model to the left, to the right, and then deal with the rotation of it. Yeah. That's 
Uh, Definitely so something that I've, that I've been yeah. working on. The other thing I've been working on, I took a, a class with a line T-Rex two years ago. It was about two years ago with uh, Ben, Ben Stork was my instructor. Yeah. Whoa, so nice. it was, I think the class was like two fifty dollars or $300, but you got one-on-one instructing with Ben Stork. The one thing that I was working on was trying Sick. to work on, some people call it a Mobius and some people call it a snake. Do you know what I'm okay. talking about? Um, snake. Oh, I know it, but I just don't have the map. What's that? So it's doing a figure eight, but in the middle, you do a half roll and switch orientations. So yeah, that's one of the yeah. maneuvers. I have a buddy of mine, uh, Sloan, that does it really, really well. And I've been trying to, for the life of me to, to get that maneuver down to where I can do it without thinking about it, but it's been killing me. But when I was working with Ben on it at the event, doing the, doing the training session, I realized I couldn't fly right side up backwards. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's always like, like a chocolate side. <laughs> right side up backwards is one of those things that I skipped. You know, I learned it flipping and learned it right nose in inverted flying backwards, so forth and so on. But I never tried to dial in that right side up backwards flying so over the past year i've been working on that a lot i'm starting to lace the two together as far as like doing the half roll and stuff it's still not perfect i still have a lot to work on it but you know we all have something to work on that's part of the hobby mm. yeah but, would be too easy to have it oh, in yeah. one year yeah. everything done yeah. <laughs> yeah if you had it all done in one year it'd be boring yeah, it's like football. <laughs> but definitely that's something I'm working on. Uh, that's part of what I want to, to accomplish within the next year is being able to do figure eights and then dropping the half roll in the middle or do a pirouette in the middle and be able to catch the model. I don't really care for the, the hard smack flying style. I more care about the like smooth mm. uh, pyro loop, pyro stuff, half rolls in the middle, those type of things that I enjoy watching when I, when I actually watch somebody fly, that's, that's, that's the type of line style that I actually enjoy to fly. But as far as me, that's, you know, I'm down here in Austin, Cool. you know, down the Southern side of the United States. It's weather's actually getting fairly well. This mm. year we had, we have an event that we normally have on April the first weekend of April and we moved it to the, I believe the last weekend of April. But unfortunately with all of this Corona stuff, we end up having to canceling it. There's a lot of people in the, in the United States. There were some Louisiana events and then our event and then Mayday event. There's a lot of events that have been canceled in the U S that a lot of people are ready to get out. So I believe yeah. You know, if this all rolls over, I believe the second half of this year there's going to be there's going to be a lot of events that are going to be going on. I hope I so. I, I hope so. I, I I hope that people don't don't care if their events cuz a lot of times in in the US we try not to put events on top of other events. Let's say somebody has an event in Florida 
us in Texas, yeah. we try not to put an event on the same weekend. But I, yeah. But good. the problem is that now the year is going to be kind of squished in. Let's say everything clears up. Everything's people are going to be. I hope people just just place events and it, you know if, if they're squished on top of each other, they're squished on top of each other. This, it's yeah, it's, it, it, it's better to have events than not have events, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this will end soon. I definitely look forward to to having more events. You know, yeah. if, you know if you guys have events over there in Germany or something like that, definitely let us know or chime in on Heli Heli Freak or something or something like that. I mean, I know Heli Freak's more of an American type of a uh, form. You guys can chime in as much as you want. It's completely fine. We have no problem with it. Yeah, it's it's cool. The, the heli scene in, in USA, I have to say, is very different, I think, to, to the one in Germany. It's very based on Nitro at the moment, I would say. And uh, the community is super different. I wish, honestly, to have more like the American scene here in Germany because to me it looks super uh, familiar family yeah. like a family and like like a community and every, everyone is helping each other and they have fun and they make barbecue together <laughs> they sleep somewhere they make breakfast we don't have it like that much here and it's missing I think it would also strengthen the heli scene here in hmm. Germany and yeah let's see Maybe the end of Corona will make some, some people step out of their box. Yeah, some. Yeah, maybe. I mean, change is change is inevitable. So definitely, uh, hopefully, this makes people think about stuff a little bit differently. I'm definitely looking to get out of the house and start going to events. I'm starting to set set some money aside so I can go to events for the this this next year or the year after 2021 definitely is going to be uh something different for me. We definitely got to make, make some changes in my lifestyle. So do you want to wrap this up? What time is it there? Hmm. It's half past yeah. 11. So do you have anything else you want to talk about to touch on? Yeah, yeah, of course. We always have a topic to talk about. <laughs> in the we scene. can save some for next time. <laughs> or next time. Now let's let's do it short. What's your um, favorite heli of all time you had or wish you could My favorite have? heli of all time I've ever had is a Logo 550 SXV2. Oh, really? Unfortunately, if it's very windy, the helicopter doesn't perform as good as other heavier helicopters and it doesn't crash as well as other helicopters but the logo 550 sx v2 is my all-time favorite helicopter if oh, okay. you put the larger boom it's 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 just one of those helicopters that like you can fly at a high head speed or you can drop the head speed super low because it's such a light helicopter that mm. it, it performs phenomenally it just doesn't crash well because of the plastic frames 
but flying yeah. flying wise, yeah. the logo 550 SXV2 is probably dark for. I wouldn't pass up getting another one. Unfortunately, I've had probably two or three of them, and I've sold them. But at this point, I probably wouldn't pass up having another one. That's okay. Probably, it's just easy because of the lightweight ratio of the helicopter. It mm. doesn't pull as much current, yeah. so it's easy on your success five thousands also. And yeah, and make in super, my opinion, super huge yes. range. That's if, cool. If but honestly, I didn't expect it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't expect it to be the 550SX. Yeah, honestly. that's. There's a bunch of helicopters that crash better. I believe probably the the 5.5 Agile probably crashes a little bit better. The A5 probably crashes a little bit better. The Align 550SX. I mean, the Align 550 mm. uh, probably crashes better. There's probably a lot of helicopters that crash better. But yeah, but they are tanks. But yes, yeah, <laughs> as far as power to weight ratio, I believe the logo yes. 550 SX with a mod one gear with a big boom is yeah my preferred. Hel That's one of the helicopters that I've sold that I've missed that I wish I wouldn't have sold. <laughs> it's, it's you know you yeah. kind of look back and you go, what. There's always yeah, one which, you miss. which helicopter you look up at the wall and you're like, man, yeah, I miss you. That one's <laughs> missing. I actually traded a a 700x for a logo 550 SX V2 at one point. Blade? Yeah, Blade? it was a T-Rex 700x. Oh, okay, okay. Bind and fly. I I, I traded for a logo. And it was awesome. Okay. But I end up trading. I, I don't. I don't remember. I, there's so much trading and buying I do, and switching and swapping. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of have a have a slight problem with uh buying and trading and flip flopping helicopters. <laughs> it's kind of my uh, it's kind of my my addiction. I actually love, I love buying other people's stuff and trading people's stuff. I've owned way too yeah. many helicopters. <laughs> we'll actually go over them in depth eventually, but at this point, we'll just leave yeah. it in the past. So, is there a helicopter that you have had that you wish you had back? Sorry, it, the connection was lost. Is there a helicopter that you have had in the past that you you wish you had back? Yeah, the shape essay. The shape. <laughs> yeah, you just sold it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. It's yeah, but the fact that I know the person that's flying it right now makes me less <laughs> sad, of course. It's, I mean, the shape is huge, I bet but it's huge. it was, the sound was amazing. Um, you could also fly it from very low RPM to super high. I mean, like around 2,200. Wow. And it was such a massive sound. <laughs> yeah, speed circles when it comes from the left to the right and it's like that super deep blade sound and um, it's very agile. The tail was like hitting in your face. It was <laughs> perfect. No tuning, nothing. Nice. I never had a heli that was flying out of the box with the stock settings on the flyable. It's so good. It was the Micro Beast. 
I'm I'm really surprised by the Micro Beast by the new version. It's flying very very nice. I had the old um, version, um, which was the AR seven thousand two hundred BS, yeah, the Spectrum receiver and the Micro Beast, and it's the difference is huge between this one and the new Micro Beast Plus. It's it's worlds. Yeah, I had a uh, when we came to the event. Uh, ben and them were were flying that beast x2 not the beast x2 or is it the beast x2 but they were they were flying that new beast and they were they were saying how it, it actually flies really really well yes yeah i i have not personally flown it but i have known somebody that flew it and they actually were actually impressed with how it flew yeah yeah i i maybe put it in my new heli in the 450 I want to buy because the setup is super easy. It's flying good. Right now I'm at Compass. There's a Spartan BX1N. It's flying also very, very nice. And the tail is very good, but only because I have a team pilot setup on it. And if I wouldn't have this setup from a team pilot, I would even, yeah, still be tuning probably because it's so difficult. It's, so many options you can do what there. What settings are you, are you flying on the VX1N? Are you flying the BERT settings? Um, no, it's it's from a Compass team pilot. No, it's from another pilot. Uh, yeah, from X Compass. Ah. <laughs> but it's yeah, I'm I'm happy to have this setup because it's just perfect. Yeah, it's it would be so hard to tune it. I would myself. say don't get rid of that fly barless because that's probably one of the best fly barless nitro governors and nitro helicopter fly barless units yeah i actually yeah. have one it, it's a good I have one in the box here that i got from a buddy uh and i will not sell that fly barless unit it's a vx1n the, the governor on the the vx1n is probably one of the best nitro governors i've ever had they're just mm. they're just spot on. They're perfect. There's no over yeah. over and, revving. And the tail. The tail's perfect. Yeah. Now yeah. the head and doing some of the tuning takes a little bit of getting used to because yeah, it, it's yeah. a different fly barless unit and that damn data mm. box is so small. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they would have <laughs> just made it like like the KDS box where it was like a decent size. Yeah. It would have been so much better, but. <laughs> It does work. I don't have, I don't have to wear glasses or anything like that, so I don't have a problem with messing with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's flying awesome once you have it yeah, set up that, and tuned. There, there's, but it, mm. it definitely is a nice fly model. So, yeah. what kind of radio do you fly? Do you? Um, right now, I'm flying the Futaba T14FG. I'm super happy. I'm. Really, really happy. I had the I had the Spectrum DX9 before. I wasn't that happy, so I um, changed to Futaba. Um, the only reason was, yeah, the good the receiver um, connection or, uh, or signal, signal. Yeah, the yeah the data transport. I would say, yeah, it's uh, super safe with uh, Futaba. That's good. And the quality and the feeling in the hand. I'm I'm flying with my thumb and the other finger and yeah the case is just do you pinch or do you thumb do you have your thumb on the top or uh, do you 
pinch or do you, there's actual like people call it a cross where they have the thumb on top, but their fingers on the kind of the middle of the bottom of the stick. They call it a cross. Yeah. The, the thumb and the index yes. finger together. Okay. So you're yeah. a, a pinch. Yeah. And, and the other fingers between the switches. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there must be enough space for my fingers between the switches. And that was the reason why I bought the Futaba. That's perfect. There was a, a lot of people that yeah. said there wasn't enough space between the hold. It was just on Graupner. old podcast stuff. But I mean, if the radio works for you, it, the radio works for you. That's, that's, that's the most important thing yeah. to have out there. So. Yeah, I don't need all the telemetry shit <laughs> just flying and it's good. You have, you have yeah. a timer. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you flying? I fly Jetty. So, oh, so okay. I used to fly DX8, DX9. And then I had some buddies that had a, uh, had a buddy that had a Jetty and he ended up, ended up selling it to another buddy of mine and then that buddy ended up buying another one and then he ended up leaving that jetty in my car so i ended up having to pay him for that jetty and i currently still still have it so i fly jetty and brain ebar and uh spartan is currently what i yeah my flight control units are Sounds good. Yeah, and integration is a cool thing. Futaba doesn't know it, but <laughs> they're actually getting on board. Yeah. They're with their some of some of their newest radios, they're starting to do the integration stuff. So they are oh, okay. a little late to the game, but they are starting to do they are always always they late. are starting to do it. So <laughs> you will eventually have integration the- if you can get a loan on your house to buy the radio. Yeah, <laughs> when the party's over at yeah. 1 a.m., the power will be there at 6 a.m. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> that is true. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I'm happy, and that's all. That's all you need. Just be happy, have fun with this it's hobby. That's all that matters. I, I've yeah. seen tons yeah. of pro pilots fly Futaba 14 SGs and other type of radios. Even FR Sky. FR Sky, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen a bunch of pro pilots flying it, but I have seen a bunch of pilots flying the FR Sky. I don't see a bunch of a bunch of pro pilots doing it, but I do see a bunch of pilots actually flying that radio. In uh, in FPV scene, yes, FR Sky is yes, yeah. In the FPV scene, the FR Sky is probably the preferred radio. Probably that was it the uh, seven yeah. that they came out with. Mm, I think I think so. they came out with a seven. I forgot what it's exactly. It looks a bit like a, a yeah, jetty. It's really flat. Yeah. 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 There's a bunch of guys flying that. Dude, All right, Magnus. How do we? How does somebody get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you? Do you have an email address, or do you prefer Sorry? a Facebook? Or yeah, Facebook is always preferred. Um, yeah, it's super easy. Just um, have a look. It's M-A-G-N-U-S and um, it's B-L-U-M-E. So it's uh, Magnus Blumer. So just have them shoot you a message Just have a that. look. 
cool. Yeah. We'll see if we have you back around for the next time. I definitely appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for, the, for definitely, uh, definitely enjoy hearing something from the other side of the world. I know it's, uh, <laughs> probably about one o'clock in the morning for you there, but that happens. Yeah. It was cool to be here. It was, was a cool experience. I mean, English is not my language, oh, but, do, um, I do my best. Just fine. You're doing better, way better than me. Oh, no, no, not, not really. Not really. Sometimes struggling and uh, spelling mistakes and yeah, so, but it's fun and it's all about, all about the hobby. And that's what matters the most. Yeah. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, it's uh Houdini RC at gmail.com or you can shoot me a message on Facebook, Richard Spiegel RC. Appreciate you guys listening to episode three. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>